Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And welcome to the AEW Rampage preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Yiki Rampage, baby. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review AEW Rampage, but also AEW Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Andy Murray to look ahead to. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy, but here's my number. This is baby. That's the first time I've heard that. That's, that's tremendous. It's not my work. It's just uh, some of our many, many talented listeners that make this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, John Harrison to play that on his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> He's already overworked with what happens on wrestling culture. They also this. Do you want to hear the other one that we have? Yeah, drop it, baby. This rampage, baby. <laughs> rampage. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey Ruckus. Far too, far too good for us. This, yeah. Uh, but yeah, rampage tonight. Uh, we haven't seen the spoilers. We obviously avoid them, but we've heard something about a new world champion. Do you want to introduce this? No. Something wanna... happens. Is that all you know? Um, I know what I know what it is. This is so awkward because it's not like it's some like top secret thing, but I also don't want to spoil anyone's enjoyment of the show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, keep just keep those words in your head. Just, you know, we haven't spoiled anything by saying those words. Okay, yeah. So keep those words in your head. There is an appearance from a world champion, and something happens. Things occur. Yeah, it's not like John Moxley comes out and loses to Brandon Cutler, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, a, a thing occurs that you. Uh, I I think the many many listeners, the millions and millions of listeners around the world, will appreciate what happens. And uh, yeah, if you're if you're the kind of wrestling fan who likes what we like mm. in general, uh, you're going to be excited about it. In terms of stuff that has been advertised, though, then Andy. Uh, one of my favorite things I'm most looking forward to is the whole Master versus the Apprentice thing that's going down. Lee Moriarty obviously took on Dante Martin and cheated a little bit last week. Scamp. Mike Seidel wasn't happy. Um, but is Lee Moriarty turning to the dark side? And could Dante Martin join him? Is he becoming the fiend? 
Yeah, like, uh, the, the thing was, I felt like what Seidel said in terms of like, well, you've beaten the, the mentee, now fight the mentor. And <laughs> the I was like, mentee. well, don't, don't mug off Dante Martin. Yeah. I do like where, what they're doing with this whole Lee Moriarty, Stokely Hathaway thing, because I think it's the ideal thing for arguably all parties. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's something, something storyline and character-wise that Lee can get his teeth sunk into, mm. which... Um, obviously, he hasn't had a great deal of since he came into AEW as talented as he is. Um, I don't think Dante's gonna gonna turn or anything like that. I think his pairing with Sky Blue is who's his real life partner on this week's mm-hmm. uh, this week's show was quite telling because she's as pure as the baby face as you can get. Um, although she's very early in her AEW career as well. So, and also, you know, when when Darius returns, I think Top Flight are a really good high flying yeah. babyface tag team. So, get well soon, Darius as well. I'm, I miss. Oh, sucks when he kept getting injured. Short lived comeback, and it was a total fluke as well, wasn't it? The accident, just horrible stuff. Um, so, I don't sense necessarily that that Dante's gonna gonna be a heel or anything. But yeah, I think. Lee getting more of an edge to his character is a good thing. It's been kind of a criticism of him since, well, for years, since he broke out on the indies. It's been, like, great technical wrestler, lots of promise, very high IQ in the ring. Presents himself really well. Like, I love the mask, the music, the the baseball jersey, all mm. of that stuff. Presents himself really well. Um, but could maybe use some, use some fangs, use some... Uh, in, uh, bit more intensity, a bit more aggression and stuff. And maybe it's not his character. Maybe he's just a chill guy in real life or whatever. But I think it would benefit him a little bit. And going against his mentor is a good way to do that. And Matt Seidel is a consummate pro and they will do a great job together if they go down that route. Yeah, and I really like last week when they had the the match with Dante and it was like, oh, they're the same. And then he was like, he started laying it in a bit more. Yeah, it's nice. Being like, oh, show you and like I, think, I think more him. of that against Seidel tonight and I, yeah. I think Moriarty wins I think maybe Stokely even gets involved I think yeah. t- tonight's the night I think Moriarty might take the business card and sort of officially you know he, I don't think he can be a baddie I don't know what the, the qualifications are but <laughs> you become a part of Stokely Hathaway's inner circle yeah. so to speak why not well uh yeah that, I think so like it, it would be good to see like a more broader utilization of Stokely who I think is the greatest guy of all oh, time. Oh, he's so good. Um, I love him. I love this stuff they're doing with him and Jade because, it, you know, it's it's not like we're going to split up tomorrow, but there is a bit of tension there. And it's, it's an interesting tension because Jade has had several managers now, none of whom have <laughs> worked out in terms of, like, representing her best interests. So Stokely's got to prove himself a little yeah. bit with the Jade. And program. I like the idea of her going, yeah. why are you trying to recruit more people? You yeah. should be concentrating on... I've got a bloody belt ram away that I've yeah. held for... Yeah. The Layla Gray stuff worked out so well, like, because... We're getting off point, but who cares? It's fun. Uh, the whole, like, why is this undeserving person getting a title shot? So many people lost their minds at that, but that was the whole point. Yeah. It was that Stokely put out the open challenge at midnight. <laughs> Nobody reasonably was awake at that time, apart from Layla Gray, who was desperate for a chance. So he knew exactly what he was doing. He maneuvered a, an opponent he knew Jade was going to kill into the title shot. And then he was like, hey, join the stable. And Jade was like, no, I just <laughs> I just destroyed her. Why, why is she? here it's good stuff who do you think wins between moriarty and sidal then i think moriarty yeah um it's it's a good scalp for him to take isn't it uh sidal is uh you know very tenured wrestler very experienced very skilled has some name value kind of teflon to losses as well exactly he's not a guy you need to capital p protect in any way is he like uh and yeah, I like Matt Seidel. He's a really useful guy to have mm. around. You can't have too many Matt Seidels. No. There's no such thing on your roster because they're just so so good. 
I did, I did like Moxley's response to peace, love, and pro wrestling. That yeah. <laughs> Bollocks to that. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be willing to bet that probably the match you're looking forward to most tonight is this wild six-man we're getting. It is uh, Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends versus Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and a rather reluctant Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, this everything about this rules. This match is going to be so silly, right? <laughs> it's going to be very silly, but I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, everything about this rocks. Uh, the setup segment with... Sanjay Dutt accidentally talking himself into the match and then immediately going, what did I do that for? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm old and rubbish. Uh, that was awesome. The best friends in Orange Cassidy, Trent going like, why are you pretending we're not six feet away and wearing Technicolor tie-dye suits? What's going on? Uh, Orange Cassidy interacting with Satnam Singh is going to be hilarious. Oh, yes. Gonna, uh, he's going to do the soft kicks on him and it's going to be so funny. He's going to like bewilder him by running around really fast and stuff. And then, you know, Trent and, and Chuck and Jay Lethal are obviously very good. Re- like, Orange Cassidy's a great wrestler as well, but they're more traditional meat and potatoes mm. kind of guys. Maybe not Chuck when he's doing invisible grenades and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I love Chuck Taylor. Don't get it twisted. And Satnam Singh, in his limited offerings so far, he's obviously extremely limited. He's also extremely fun. Yeah. So he's doing cross bodies. He's doing spinning razors edges. It's it's He's been a hoot so far. Uh, and I'm looking forward to watching this gigantic man launching himself into into the best friends. I'm going to have a great time with this. It's not going to be a classic, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Who wins for you? Uh, the, I think the faces. I think that Sanjay going, yeah, I suck now, kind of foreshadowed the result. Ring rust. Yeah, that's, that, that's going to be the story. He hasn't wrestled in four and a half years. So I think that's going to be the story. Yeah. I think it's time. They sort of teased it a while back. I think it's time the best friends, not Orange Cassidy, but the best friends go a bit more heelish. They worked that way the other week, and I thought it fit them quite yeah. well. Like jerks. Like yeah. funny jerks. Yeah. Like kind of like their Twitter personas coming to television <laughs> a bit more. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be something different, wouldn't it? I, I mean, you can never turn Sue heel, of course. No, no, no. Sue is forever, baby. She's like Dusty Rhodes. Um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean... There are times when I watch Chuck Taylor in like hardcore matches, and this goes back to like his evolved days and stuff when he was dusting all caps. Where I think this guy really missed his call. It and he's an, I love Chuck Taylor. I think he's an all time great comedy wrestler in particular. But there are times when I watch him in these brawls, and I think you really missed your calling as like a hardcore guy. He's awesome in that environment, mm. as we saw, of course, in the parking lot brawl the other year. Um, so I could see benefit to it. Like Trent is obviously a good intense guy. Um, there's no way you can heal Orange Cassidy, but there are things you could do with distancing himself from the group a little bit. And this is a kind of a, a first step on the road to those trios titles matches, yeah. one would assume, as well. Yeah, you'd think so. So the best friends will be players in that tournament. We've, we've all said that Orange Cassidy has got to be in line for some... I know he had a title shot very recently, but, you know, a proper... Oh, he might win it here rather than just a first defence for Wardlow or yeah. whatever it might, well, it might have been. I don't know. I feel like Orange Cassidy and Best Friends would uh, be strong contenders for that tourney. Yeah, definitely. They'll be they'll be in and in. They'll be there or thereabouts. Is the phrase I'm looking for? Maybe Satnam, Jay, and 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 uh, Sanjay will be there as well. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like a warm up for that. I mean, they're all going to get head kicked by the House of Black in the end. So yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> My boys are going to win. Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Um, let's talk about revenge. Ruby Soho will be looking for it tonight against Anna Jay. Um, you know, not just for Anna Jay's brutal attack mm-hmm. uh, on Sky Blue. That's right. Yeah, on, on on Dynamite. But of course, what happened uh, on last week's fight a vest, barbed wire, everywhere gimmick thing. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Anna Jay is going to win. She's going to beat her. Um, Can't really just turn a heel and yeah, lose. Yeah, it would be a bit rough, wouldn't it, if they uh, if they just went, "Hey, let's turn you and lose." Um, it would that would literally be the the, the push that they gave to Sanga after colliding <laughs> <laughs> him with Grayson Waller. Um, she's going to win. She's going to target the arm, which was obviously still healing, um, or if not still healing, a little bit tender in yeah. kayfabe. It's an easy story to tell between the ropes. Really. Just classic pro wrestling stuff. Somebody's entering with a clear disadvantage. That's going to be the story. That's going to be how it ends, I think. And keep in mind, you know, the usual disclaimer of the spoilers being out there. I've not read them this week. Mm-hmm. I, I was a good boy knowing I had to do this this podcast. I usually do because I, I hate joy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be it. Maybe some interference from Ty to keep the keep the heat going. Who, yeah, exactly. I feel like... Who are we throwing in there with Ruby to even it up? Mm, that's a good question. Statlander, Maybe? Maybe? Yeah, there's someone's got to be defending the uh, the honor and, and Shida defending the honor of the this, division. This eventually, heads towards some sort of Guevara Conti uh, Kingston Ruby match, like a maybe. mixed mixed tag. Maybe they they did. Um, of course, going back to like 2019 they, or 2020, 
they did the Jericho Cruise match with yeah. Penelope Ford, Riho, Kenny Omega, and Kip, and that that was awesome. So why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, intrigued to see how a, a heel Anna J works. Well, I know we've seen small glimpses of it, but in terms of yeah. you know, my, I'm always intrigued when someone turns heel as to whether they've genuinely thought about right. Do the moves that are already in my move set fit a heel? Your yeah. mind always goes to Sting, who yeah. when he was a heel just did the exact same thing, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, right, it's kind of popping the boys. Yeah, come on here, Steve. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's you know it's difficult as well because the, yeah. the boring thing to do is just like right, slow everything down. Let's get some chin locks in yeah, there. Like it's nineteen seventy and we're in the Carolinas. But I, I think I think it's fair to say that we're not unimpressed by Anna Jay in her recent in ring performances, but it wasn't the exponential growth that we were hoping for. But yeah. getting in there with someone like yeah. Ruby Soho will be really beneficial for our record. Yeah, for sure. And I think working with Jericho is going to be beneficial for her finding her character. Like, right, yeah. There was there was Jericho in that promo she cut, for sure, on, on, on Wednesday, where she was, like, threatening to beat up everyone in the crowd. And you, and you, and you, and you. Like, that is exactly something Jericho... Like, it's so absurd. She's going to go and batter 7,000 people. Uh, but it's funny. So that that's classic Jerichoisms, and I think she's going to pick a lot of that stuff up. But yeah, tough to know what to expect from her uh, stylistically, as you say. But we'll 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 it'll be fun to explore that against Ruby, who's a very pure babyface mm. in this company. So now, one thing we know what to expect from really is Big Lad versus Tiny Lad, and that is Ethan Page versus Little Leon Ruffin, Poor Leon, Leon Ruff, of course, yeah. of uh, of NXT, um, and. Ethan Page, who I'll talk about again in a minute in terms of his frustrations, arguably. But, um, yeah, he's going to, in the words of Adam Nicholas, chuck him around like an empty tracksuit, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's going to be like like a leaf in the wind in, <laughs> in autumn. Uh, it's exactly what it's going to be. Page is really good in these types of matches where he can bully someone. Because, um, he's you know, he's not like a giant or anything, but he's a big, beefy boy, for sure. Mm. Uh and he, yeah, that, that's what it's going to be. He's a really convincing bully, and he's going to win, obviously. Like, Ruffin's just there to lose, but Ruffin's really good at playing that scrappy underdog role. Like, he played it in NXT, put the belt around his waist, and it didn't stay up and all that stuff. <laughs> I um, love that. That was something. But, yeah, he'll do a good job. Ethan will do a good job. We'll all have a good time, and, yeah. It's potentially a, a route to getting Ethan maybe as a, a title contender for... for um Wardlow, perhaps? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, coming for revenge for Sky losing the belt. I could absolutely see them doing that, yeah. Mm. Um, it, it is quite telling that they just he just, just has a match on TV this week, and it's not like the product of some thing that's happened on screen. It just It's just kind of there. So when that happens, you look at it and you go, what's 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 next? What are they going to offshoot from this? And there will be something because they generally don't do things without a plan. Mm. So looking forward to finding out what it is because he's a very talented man. Uh, we love Ethan Page yeah. here. And he was in the news, obviously, today. We talked a little bit about this earlier on um, regarding his frustrations, along with a few others uh, in the in the locker room, about a lack of TV time. What do you make of all that? I think he's a worker is what I think of, I think of that. Um, no, I can absolutely understand. So we spoke about uh, Brian Cage and Sonny Kiss as well, who'd indicated a bit of frustration at not being on TV. And Brian's not been on AEW television since October, and Sonny Kiss has not been on AEW since October 2020. So wow. I get it. I get it. It's a big roster, and if you're not making TV as much as you'd hope, you're professional people who have high ambitions and hold yourself to a high value, as you should. Um, you're going to be upset if you're not on TV as much as you want. And I think that's that's a good kind of driver to have in you, to, to hold yourself to that standard and go, no, I'm better than this. Mm. 
Um, I Ethan Page has a long history of 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 these kind of like meta bits and pieces, like the the whole uh, Ethan Page played by Julian thing that he does <laughs> and stuff. So with him, I look if he is frustrated, it's fair play. Like I'm not going to tell him he's wrong, you know, uh, about his television time or anything like that. But I think with him specifically, he's conducting the yeah. audience a little bit, uh, which I enjoy. Uh, with Brian and Sonny, I don't think it's as much. I think they probably are a little bit like, why? what's going on here? Because early, early days, especially with, with Sonny Kiss, as you mentioned there, who's not been on telly for years. Yeah, um, literally. They were they were not necessarily integral, but they were featured players. Like you say, when you mentioned yeah, yeah. on the news that Sonny's last TV match was that match with Kenny Omega. Yeah. Like, they played an important role, and yes, you know, maybe... Uh, AW tried some storylines. I remember the Sonny and Joey Janela storyline going on. Panned out on uh, Dark, mm. yeah, with Kayla Rossi and all that stuff. What do you think the solution is here? Because because we talked a bit about this as well in terms of the fact that you know, yes, you can say, well, you know, you're getting plenty of exposure on Dark and Dark Elevation, but I mean, I don't watch Dark and Dark yeah. Elevation. I know a lot of people don't, and it feels maybe a little bit like. Patting them on the head. Like, well, you're getting time on Dark and Dark Elevation. It's like, well, yeah, there's yeah. 20 squash matches on there. You're working one taping a month. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no such thing. There's no good solution. There's literally no good solution uh, to any of this. It's a problem that is... Uh, it just comes with having a bigger roster. And the bigger roster is... It's no... Yeah, I guess it's a tough thing as well because if Claudio Castagnoli or, or who else? Is it, and Keith Lee or Swerve Strickland becomes... A, you don't let them go... You don't, you know, you don't let them pass you by as yeah. free agents. But then that creates this problem. So both things are true. It's great to sign these people, but it's also creating an issue. And yeah, there's no good solution. The core issue is that there is not enough television time for the size of the roster. So the how can we alleviate that? Well, one thing, either the TV time needs to get bigger. We need an extra hour here and there, which isn't ideal in today's kind of overloaded content world. With AEW, maybe that might mean the Ring of Honor show, but we're still not yeah, quite exactly. further. Yeah, because that's what they were trying to do with uh, yeah. the aligned Brian Cage, of course, with Tully Blanchard Enterprises. Yeah, that would get and more. And that seemed really promising. Yeah, that would get more people on TV for sure if that existed, but it doesn't exist yet. So that's why I mean it's like imperfect. Mm. Um, and uh, we've got the Embassy revival now instead of, of which I'm a mark for because I'm <laughs> a Ring of Honor mark. So sue me. Um, the other solutions are you trim your roster size, which sucks because people are losing their jobs, right? It's, you never want that, but it is a consequence of expansion. No, exactly. I think I think sitting here and saying, well, you know, they shouldn't have signed X, Y, and Z. Well, uh, to a certain extent, certain people, and I'm not going to mention any names, I yeah, may agree cool. with, but yeah. it, I 100% agree with you when it comes to a case-by-case basis. And yeah, yeah, even if they had 50 more wrestlers on that roster, if... John Cena becomes available. You don't go, well, well one in, one out. Sorry. Yeah. It's... Yeah, exactly. I, I like, saw someone suggesting extending Rampage to two hours as a solution to this and also to the lack of viewership for Rampage. I don't would, think that solves either no, problem. No, that would make it worse. That would make it worse, like especially the viewership because the problem with Rampage is that it airs at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, if it's Friday night and it's 10 p.m., I'm either in bed because I'm an old man mm-hmm. or I'm out. Drinking, seeing my friends, you know, having a good time. I'm doing something else. I'm not sitting in and watching pro wrestling. No. And that's the case with a lot. That's why the view, it's, you know, there are other reasons why the viewership kind of has declined to where it is now. That's the core one. If you extend it by another hour, 
you're talking about watching wrestling until midnight after you've maybe watched SmackDown already. So yeah. to me, that's an, that's that's a bigger problem. Um, so I don't see that as a solution. It would get more people on TV, but it would harm the viewership even more. No one's watching that second no. hour. Nobody, unless they do it on DVR. Um, my big idea, my big solution for all of this was to make Dark and Elevation feel a bit more important. Yeah. Do actual storylines, do crossovers on Rampage and Dynamite, go... Here's a clip of a feud that's going on. You need to tune in to see this because it's really cool. And have matches that make, make that have stakes and stories and promos and make it a bit more dynamite and rampagey. That would raise the importance of their show, which would mean that people who are featured predominantly on those shows are not seen as being demoted or whatever. Um, there's a developmental element of Dark and Elevation that should always stay in place. That's a very useful thing for AEW, particularly as they don't have like a, a performance center equivalent. They have schools and stuff but whatever um so that yeah there's no good solution and i feel for people like sunny i like sunny kiss a lot mm. i've been a big proponent of sunny kiss since i first laid eyes on him i think he's a lot of fun um i i loved 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 the fantasy booking of putting that uh, putting sunny in the baddies i think that, <laughs> that would be awesome uh but it's it doesn't appear to be something that's happening so i understand sunny's frustration in particular um it's just uh it 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 it's an unfortunate consequence mm. of growth. That's clear, what it is. Clear solution here: make Dynamite three hours. I'm yeah. joking, of course. <laughs> I'm joking. But a quick word on that because Dynamite was sensational this week. If you want to check out our thoughts on it, check out the Dynamite review. We heaped praise on it. It was show. bloody ace. It was. You know, you've seen tweets about it saying you know it's five star making performances on that show in terms of the people like like Garcia, like Powerhouse, like oh, Ricky Starks. Starks in defeat. Yeah. yeah. Um, ah. So there's that. <laughs> Is the issue with Rampage as well, not just the timings, but arguably, I mean, you look at this and you look at last week's, the big thing last week was a rap battle, which popped me, <laughs> but it feels a lot less, and I'm not saying that they have to have, you know, I can't do it right now, but, you know, they can't have CM Punk or Moxley on there every week, but it feels it needs to be more appointment viewing yeah. than it is right now. Yeah, they don't, they don't create hooks for it to become appointment viewing, and I wonder, you know, there was all the talk when it came in. And they kind of have to say this. It's not going to be a B show. It's not going to be a second tier show. Well, it is. It is by default. Um, it's become that. And you tell us that every week by the lineups. And I'm not saying they're not good matches and angles and stuff on it. Hey, my my guys, the Butcher and the Blade were on it last week. Mm -hmm. I was very happy about that. But they're, you know, they're not booking the big names for it every week. And that's telling. I think they've probably looked at the time slot, looked at where it airs and gone, well, any improvements that we might make and viewership are going to be incremental because of those outlying circumstances. Mm -hmm. uh, I think personally, that's probably where it's coming from. Um, I would like it to be a bit more appointment viewing. I would like to be able to wake up on a Saturday morning because I don't watch live usually, which no. speaks to the speaks to the viewership issues. Um, I would love to wake up on a Saturday and be just so fired up for the show every week. Um, instead, I wake up to watch it and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a good show, but it's not necessarily going to be game changing. No, exactly. Nevertheless, it is a very easy watch over the weekend. I breezy, agree with you. light and breezy. Oh, more one hour wrestling Hell shows, yeah. please. Um, I hope Ring of Honor is one hour when it comes in. I, I hope so. I know too. we've just spoken about them needing more time, but I like that bite-sized oh. chunk of wrestling hell yeah let's mm. go and uh, make sure you tune in tonight for that thing we can't talk about but you're not gonna want to miss no spoilers on this podcast my friends uh, right let us know your thoughts ahead of rampage tonight on twitter at what culture wwe watch they can follow both of us you can follow andy murray at at andy h murray the h stands for habanero Ooh, spicy spicy pepper not for me so spicy, like spicy pepper food. Baby. Or you guess. The cold-blooded sausage maker, baby. My dusty world voice needs a bit of work, baby. I uh, I always think, 
Oof, that cucumber's got a bit of a kick to it. Rick uh, Flair! You can yeah. follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, the SmackDown preview is available right now, and our review of that show and this show will drop into your feed on Monday as soon as it is released if you subscribe. Also, coming your way later on today, WrestleCulture with a hashtag bloody good quiz. But this has been the Rampage Baby preview. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we. We'll see you soon. We're in harmony now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.